What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right, the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. How are we doing today, Casino? It's over. It's finally over. <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Doing okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, today we are obviously talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if you can see my hands. There's no dog food in it because I will not be eating any dog food because to steal a phrase from my 11 year old son, this Super Bowl was mid, very mid casino. I want to punch your son in the face right now, (laughs) which BJ's giving me permission to uh, punch his son in the face whenever I feel like it. So we're good. That's true. Both of them, the the baby and the middle schooler, but well, uh, I, I, the the baby he hasn't pissed me off yet, bro, bro, bro <laughs> Brody. He's old enough for me to. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He treats my, he he hangs out with my kids and they're nice, so that's nice. Yeah, uh, shout out to my sons yeah. and to your kids, Casino. Shout out to both of them. Uh, but. We are basically here to just talk about the uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, I was going to do a podcast on uh, Sunday right after the game, but by the time I got home, it was too late. I was buzzed. Uh, my stomach hurt. There was just too many games I know. to see. Yeah, you, you hit me up. You're like, we're doing one. We're doing one. I was like, ah, oh, I got to put the kids down. I have to clean up after di- dinner and all that stuff. And then I saw on social media that you were out at a friend's house or you were out at not a friend's house. You were out at a Super Bowl party. And I'm like, how? Like, there's no way you're not even home to record your podcast. Come on, man. Yeah, it was. It so was did you have your finger foods, by the way? Timing. What what dip? What was the best dip? No, we went. Uh, uh, we just went wings, which can't go wrong with wings. We went wings, but my wife was like, why don't we just order wings? And I was like, and, and she said this at like noon. And I was like, are you insane? Like, you can't just order wings right now because Buffalo Wild Wings, which is where we're going to get our wings from, it's going to be packed. It's going to be a madhouse. She was like, I really want wings. And I was like, all right, like order them. So an hour and a half after waiting for the wings an hour and a half after waiting for the wings uh, to happen, we got the order. We got it home. And then not only was it somebody else's order, we got like, we ordered, you know, it was us and uh, it was me, my kids, and then one of her friends. So it wasn't really a Super Bowl party. It was just like us hanging out watching the Super Bowl. So we ordered maybe 20 wings. And instead of, getting 20 wings we maybe got a hundred wings and a bunch of yeah. fries and a bunch of vegetables so saying, so and a bunch of random it, shit it worked out well that one i mean if you consider getting extra of the things you wanted and they weren't the things you actually ordered but it took almost two hours to get them if you think that's working out then yes it worked out <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean, you can. We got more. So then, of so then what did you have for order. what did you what did you actually have for a meal? Because remember, that's just a snack. Well, that's true. Because then I also made a pot pie, <laughs> so that was the meal. But and then we also made brownies and yeah, the wings. All this because it took so long, just ended up being like the appetizer. Or almost the dessert, because by that point, I made a full pot pie from scratch, cooked it, and it was ready by the time our wing order was, like, at the yeah, house. Yeah, I don't know what your wife my... was thinking. I don't know what your wife was thinking. It's, it's wings, wings on Super Bowl is just, are you kidding me? Come on. There's no way. There's no way. I made chicken. I made chicken as well <laughs> from scratch. I was just like, well, from scratch. I didn't kill the chicken or pluck the chicken, but I still I pre- prepared the chicken and we ate the chicken. But because I knew there was no way that we were going to order food and enjoy it. Uh, anyway, so I had to ask about yeah. that. I had to ask about the snack thing. It's been on my mind. I've been I've been craving snacks now this whole last week. 
Yeah, and then you know we had the chips, we had uh, veggie uh, veggie plates, we had uh, just regular chips and salsa. We didn't go gotcha. crazy with the dip, Did but you again, get the scoops? It's a dip, chips and salsa. Did you get the scoops? Uh, no, but that's because we did not get scoops. But that's just because we had regular chips. It was, again, we 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 weren't going to make a thing out of it. And then it turned into a thing, so we scrambled last minute. But I have decided within the next, we actually might not record a show on Friday because I'm literally moving to a new house uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then we should have everything in there by Sunday. But... Next yeah, year, I am not helping and- you. I've helped you guys. Oh, I've no. helped all of our friends way too much. I've helped. I've helped almost. I think everybody besides our friend Keaton. You've I never think outside of him. You've never helped me move. Yeah. Well, I've moved Tommy three times, so you know what? He counts <laughs> for everybody. No, and also, uh, I'm in my. I'm about to be in my mid thirties. We just hired movers. Where we're past the point of moving things. We just hired movers. We bit the bullet. It's time. My back is like, you're not lifting six TVs or, or four dressers. Like, it's over. Dude, it's TVs done. are so, so... Uh, anyway, moving on. Football. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl. But this is your invitation to next year we are throwing a Super Bowl party. A legit one. And it's going to be a yearly tradition. Annual Super Bowl party. You're invited. I have other Super Bowl parties that I go to. Uh, really? Which one you go to this year? Exactly. <laughs> I had, exactly. I, no, it's funny you say that. So you, you've met my friend Weston, um, uh, my older brother's friend, my, my friend. So he's a big Chiefs fan. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're having a big blowout at the house. And he's got the space. Like He's well off and he's got the space and all that. But between all of him and my older brother's friends, and then me and a couple of you know friends that he's friends with, with with me, we all have kids. There was probably going to be about 25 kids anywhere from the ages of, who's his oldest? Anywhere from about 13, roughly around there, all the way down to a newborn, about 20 kids. We, dude, no way. I, no. <laughs> the wife, the wife goes, are you serious? That, you know, first I go, she goes, oh no, we didn't get to go to Super Bowl party. And then I was like, no, we were invited. And she goes, what? You didn't tell me you were invited to the Super Bowl party? And I was like, yeah, it was over at West. And she goes, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. None. We went to 4th of July <laughs> last year there, and she about had a panic attack. All right. Anyway, uh, many football. Ugh. Uh, uh, so perfect Segu Casino. Instead yeah. of talking about next year's Super Bowl party, let's talk about this year's Super Bowl. Uh, the mid-off as I'm calling it, as all the cool kids are calling it. But it ended up being the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Oh, we'll get to that. Losing 25-22 to 22 in overtime. The second game, they the second Super Bowl they've played against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs that they have been up by 10 points and still lost. So... I mean, where do you even want to start with this one, Casino? First thing I want to start off, I want to give you and I props. You know how many people outside of literally you and me that I heard were like, oh, I bet the over, 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 over. And I'm like, no, no. You heard it here. You you heard it here. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, props to you and me. me. Yes. Me and my wife uh, decided to bet on this Super Bowl as, and we did like one of those, uh, you know, parlay, uh, uh, parlay Super Bowl cards, whatever, whatever. So we did McCaffrey anytime touchdown hit Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, which would lose us the, 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 the parlay. But I, for sure, those two, I was like done. Then the last two were, I picked chiefs, to win the game just outright with the points. And then I picked the under. And the only one I was nervous about was, oh, man, what if McCaffrey doesn't get a touchdown? What if Kelsey doesn't get a touchdown? I was freaking out about that. Every person I talked to about the parlay card, every single one of them, the only thing they were worried about was the over-under. 
that was the thing everybody kept being like you're taking the under you're taking the under and i was just like did anybody watch any of the chiefs <laughs> play football <laughs> games for this entire year in what realm do you think the 49ers were scoring more than what 30 like everybody was like the 49ers i mean that offense and it was like the baltimore ravens scored 17 on them what makes you think the 49ers offense is this is more explosive than the ravens offense the 49ers also scored what 24 points against the packers and against the lions they were down they scored seven points and a half until that like comeback but again like do people watch football is my question, Casino. It, it feels like no one does, and then they still give Not their the opinions on it. And like, do, do you watch the games? What no. are we talking about? Uh, so, so yeah, that was one I just want to talk. Um, so, I guess another thing that we can hit, you know, there's so much to go, go on on this whole thing. Um, I want to hear the BJ rant. I don't want to save it for later. I want to hear it now. Shanahan... Is, is he three Super Bowls, three misses, dude? Absolutely hysterical, absolutely hysterical. Why aren't you just feeding Christian McCaffrey <laughs> that football? I mean, I think Brock Purdy played pretty damn good for his first Super Bowl. I think he was well po- uh, well poised. He was under pressure and still making good throws. I thought Purdy played really well. I I, I do for being a rookie in the Super Bowl. Um. He, you know, under pressure. I thought he did really, really well. Um, but Shanahan, man, can, can we just stop with him being like this super great coach? Like, you got to win. You've got to win. Yes, you, you can get to those games, but if you don't win those games, what's the point? Like, the, he's what's the point? I see he's the Aaron Rodgers of coaches. Well, first off, uh, I'm glad we can continue the uh tradition of dubbing this 49ers team the dynasty of nothing because every single year oh my god they have the best roster oh my god they have this uh, uh offensive genius who for some reason uh when he when it comes to offenses i don't know in games that matter just decides hey the entire third quarter We've had luck every time we've tried to run McCaffrey. So in the third quarter, let's just, oh, I don't know, not run a single run play the entire time and do two, two casino, two sets of downs where I go three passes and it's a four and out or it's a three and out. And then very next time I get on the field, three passes and it's a three and out. Huh? It's almost like if you had a, uh, I don't know, maybe MVP candidate running back who at that point in the game already almost has 100 yards, you yeah, would I don't keep get it. giving him the ball? Like, what are we doing here? See, I, 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 I... Shanahan gets figured out by the opposing defenses at halftime. He can't readjust. He can't readjust. No. And if we're so just in Super Bowls, like you talked about, just in Super Bowls, we're going to give him the Super Bowl against the Patriots with the Falcons, because, again, he was calling the plays and the offensive coordinator. And there is everybody loves football analytics, except when it fucks with a guy that they like the football analytics in that game were literally the Falcons would have won that game and been better offensively if when the game was 28-3, they just kneeled it every single time they got the ball after that. So this offensive genius, the analytics were saying his offense is better if his quarterback kneels every down after they got the lead. Yeah. So again, in Super Bowl 51, he blew a 25-point lead. Super Bowl 54, he blew a 10-point lead. Super Bowl 58, he blew a 10-point lead. Again, last two 10-point leads blown against the exact same team. And again, going into half, this game ended 25 to 22 into the into halftime. It was 10 to 
three and the 49ers were completely dominating the Chiefs. Yeah. Completely. It was like Patrick Mahomes up until that point, the only worst game we'd ever seen him play was in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. Now, again, in the Tampa Bay game, he obviously uh, did not turn it around. And then he got beat by who's still the GOAT in my eyes, which is Tom oh, yeah. Brady. Well, here's the thing. He still you, you, lost you, that game <laughs> through two interceptions. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. If you want to be GOAT, you had to beat the GOAT and you never got the chance. I mean, you had the chance to then, beat the GOAT and you never did. Sorry. Continue. Well, no. And it's also this thing where... I don't understand, and we'll get to the 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 Patrick Mahomes of it all uh, after this. But in that first quarter, or in that first half, again, Purdy's looking fine. McCaffrey almost has a hundred yards going into half, both rushing and receiving. The one trick play they ran worked barely because if that one guy does not get a block, that's a pick six number, the other yeah. way. So, yeah, 100%. so number seven. I think it was number 74, uh, he was able to to get that block. But also, there's a lot of controversy on that play. A lot of people were saying it was a, an illegal man downfield, and it should have been called back. But that's for another thing. Well, that well, illegal man downfield is only ever called against the Eagles when uh, one of their offensive linemen is a half of yard from the uh, the line of scrimmage. Then it's called the 49ers can have their entire offensive line 10 yards downfield. It's not called whatever. Also, uh, last year it was nonstop uh, complained about by or made fun of 49ers fans to Eagles fans about like, oh, the game ended on a holding call. Uh, the 49ers in overtime were bailed out on a a holding call that went in their favor, still lost the game. So right. not only also and, uh casino, I'm I will, no, I'm no I will say, hold but, on. I will say on that, that hold though, that one was, that was a clear, that was a clear hold. That was, but they got bailed out. You're right. They got bailed out and they had their chance. So they can shove it up their butt. Yeah. But I'm no, uh, I'm no uh, math wizard casino, but let's see. Last year, uh, did the Eagles score more than 22 points against the same Kansas City Chiefs team? Oh, yes, yeah. they did. Huh. That's so interesting because apparently the only thing stopping the 49ers from winning last year was that Brock Purdy wasn't in the game. Well, let me check. Oh, yep. It says right here. Brock Purdy did, in fact, play the Super Bowl game and then scored less points against this same Chiefs team than uh, again, a worse Chiefs team than the Chiefs team last year. So to all 49ers fans who spent a year shit talking, uh, this is karma. And this is a cup of your tears that I am, am enjoying this entire podcast. So, Ooh. all right. So from there, saying this, <laughs> um, uh, and you know, and so going back to Brock Purdy and the, the, Shanahan breakdown at the and not using McCaffrey in the second half. Purdy, yes, his completion rating was a lot worse in the second half. Well, you're not you're not doing the dual threat with you have a decent quarterback, you know, that can throw the ball real well. And he showed that he had immense cool under pressure in the first half. And then you're not running your running back in the second half. Why? That's gonna open up your playbook so much. But if you're just gonna throw, 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 of course your quarterback is going to show less uh, anyway. So that's that one. Um, yeah. Over that. Uh, was, I do. Uh, I do McC go for it. No McCaffrey in the game. He finished with 160 yards again, finished with 160 yards, averaging 10 yards, a reception did not touch the ball as a running back in the third quarter. So in all, in, I mean, you can count overtime because that almost went the entire length of overtime. In and he four ran quarters the ball. of the game, yeah, four quarters of the game, he had 160 yards. He would have been well over 200 if they would have run him 10 times during the third quarter, which they probably should have ran him even more. Like, again, Purdy wasn't good, or Purdy wasn't bad, I mean, but it's not like he 
lit the world on fire. Also, can he we did what stop? He, needed, he did what he needed to do as a rookie quarterback in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and can we stop with the Kyle Shanahan uh, offensive genius thing on the other level, which is, hey, all the Chiefs are doing to get pressure on Brock Purdy is zero blitzing. So instead of putting additional uh, blockers either on the line or in the backfield, I'm going to send all my tight ends and running backs out on routes. And so defenders can just get free shots at my quarterback. Huh? Who has been saying he does that for two years now? And then we see it every fucking game. Nobody ever addresses it. And we still want to call him a genius. You know how when the game's on the line and it's a third and four and the chiefs are showing all out blitz and then they all out blitz and Brock Purdy has less than one second to throw the ball. Huh? It's almost like if you're an offensive genius, you should maybe see that coming because that's the 25th time they've ran that play in this game. Like, what are we doing? Like it's, I don't understand it. I'm an idiot. I can clearly see it's an all-out blitz, but Kyle Shanahan is just like, I know they're about to blitz everybody, but let me send six people on routes right now because they're going to all get open in .1 seconds. Like, Kyle Shanahan, biggest fraud coach in the NFL that everybody thinks is this genius. Only uh, legitimately. Like, uh, but I mean... You know, they win games in the regular season in week eight. So, genius. Offensive genius. Oh, my God. Uh, that made me feel good. Thank you. I needed that. Uh, I was waiting for that one. I wanted the I wanted the Shanahan rant. It's oh. just, again, Man. you're making me root for the Kansas City Chiefs, another team I hate because of your own incompetence and because you're uh, also – a fun yearly tradition of seeing Debo Samuel with a towel over his head, uh, crying on the bench. Uh, that's a fun yearly tradition. I can, I can really, uh, like to be a part of, but again, you would also think in the game, I don't know, talk so much shit. He would actually do something, uh, three carries eight yards and then three receptions for 33 yards. So, I mean, keep talking shit because in the biggest games, like the one you played last year against the Eagles, you fumbled on a reverse. And then in this game, there, you were completely go- absent from. So, I mean, ugh, I hate the 49ers so much. And I, I just love, love, love this is how they lost the Super Bowl. It's so, oh, just the irony, just, oh, again, the tears, the tears. Mm. Nice. Also, two teams I hate the most, Casino, 49ers and Cowboys, uh, both have not won a Super Bowl in over 30 years. Uh, Both have never won a Super Bowl since I've started watching football because, again, I started watching in 99. Uh, 49ers have been to three Super Bowls in that time, lost all of them. Eagles have been to three Super Bowls in that time frame, won one of them, which I'll take. Should have probably won last year as well. But Cowboys have never gotten close. And then the Chiefs, uh, let's talk about the Chiefs, Casino. We've ran- I, I've ranted enough on the 49ers. No, I know. I needed it. I wanted, I wanted to get that out of the way so we know our time clock for the rest of the episode. <laughs> uh, when it comes to the 49ers, you is just there... said, let's talk about the Chiefs, and then you go back to the oh, 49ers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, let's talk about the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> When it comes to the Chiefs, uh, we've been saying it all year. We haven't been the only ones. We picked against them in almost every playoff game they played. This was supposed to be a down year for this Chiefs team. I mean, you can't name outside of Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. You can't name another good weapon they have, right? I mean, Pacheco is a good running back, but again, he's not like a game breaker, especially in the passing game. So when you look at this Chiefs team, all-time defense uh, this year, they might, there's a possibility they lose Chris Jones, which would be a huge blow. But going into next season, this was supposed to be the year the Chiefs were rebuilding and they won the Super Bowl. 
again, did everything they'd been criticized for, which is go on the road, not have the number one seed, and then they still beat the three best teams in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl and then beat the number one seed in the Super Bowl. How many, if you had to put your uh, a bet on it, every cent you've ever owned, every cent you've Not ever had, much, you know. <laughs> uh, how many Super Bowls do you think Patrick Mahomes ultimately ends up with? Because he's got three now. I think five. You're saying he's only 28 years old. You're saying mm-hmm. he only wins two more. Right. I do. Because he's good. He's good. But if it's a lot has to do with his coach. And this year he had a great defense. You know, you're not going to get that every year. If Reed retires, you know, if Reed retires, you know, I could see him two more times. I could see him winning it two more times. Yeah. Uh, I can see him winning it three more times if Reed stays here with him. So I I just, I just had trouble seeing because I don't think Reed's going to coach, you know, coach another 10 years. I don't see that happening. And so with that being said, like that longevity that Brady and Belichick had to reach those numbers, I don't think you're going to get that with Reed and Mahomes. And you know that 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 was such a good duo. You had the one of the greatest, if not the greatest, defensive coach of all time, and you have, in my mind, still the best quarterback to have ever played the game offensively. Um, just very smart. You married those together for twenty years, like yeah, you're gonna win some Super Bowls. It's fantastic. You know, I don't think though Reed's gonna stay around that long, and I don't think even Mahomes will play well. I don't think that he could replicate what he's done with Andy Reid personally. Yeah, well, it's also that thing where can Andy Reid stick around when he's being assaulted by his tight end on the sidelines? Oh, we'll get to that story. (laughs) I mean, that was... uh, uh, There was... I can't remember where I heard this question asked, but this was a great question. Let's say in that moment, the viral meme, obviously, that's going viral since the game where Travis Kelsey is just screaming in uh, Andy Reid's face. Not even but, scream, like he's running into him. Well, the full clip, the meme is him screaming in the face. The full clip is him just running straight into him and almost knocking him over. If he, he being Kelsey, if Travis Kelsey knocks over Andy Reid, obviously Andy Reid's a bigger guy. He's an older guy. And, and in all his of press sudden, conference, he says, oh, I, you know, he just caught me off balance. Yeah, so he gets knocked down. Let's say he breaks something, breaks an arm, breaks a leg, or is somehow injured. What happens in that scenario, do you think? Uh, is- I think Travis Kelsey has a indefinite suspension. I think that's what would have what would have happened. Well, I'm more meaning just in the moment. Like, what do they do? They they just rush him to the blue tent. They rush him to the back. Somebody else takes over play calling. Like we've never seen a scenario like that, right? Where I don't know. I can't remember a game where a coach gets knocked, even by like players on the field, gets like knocked out of the game or whatever. They must have. Right. I know they have a sit coaches and stuff but there can't be so it's funny you mentioned it's so it's funny you mentioned that you haven't seen that so i have seen players go off on coaches plenty but i don't i don't personally remember any players like actually physically touching another coach like maybe outside of like you know tapping them or something like that but not running through them like like travis kelsey did like i've seen brady and mcdaniels many times especially later on in that career with the patriots where Brady's absolutely furious, yelling and screaming at McDaniels, and they're having they're getting into it, like heated, heated arguments. But I I I personally don't recall Brady ever physically assaulting his coach. And I don't I don't honestly remember any players having done that throughout the league, physically assaulting their coach. Like in my memory, in my I could be totally wrong. I'm sure it's happened, but like that was wild. 
That was absolutely wild. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm not I'm not saying get in arguments on the sidelines because obviously we've seen that. I'm saying No, I understand if, what you're saying. If it would have carried on long like if he would have hit him harder and you know, they'll play it off and be like, it was an assault. It really wasn't, but it would have been if he would have hit him harder and knocked him over. Because then again, it's an elderly guy, like blah, 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 blah. But I'm saying if he got, if he did knock him over, like, I wonder what the protocol would be for that. Because again, we've never seen it. I wonder if they run, like have like those emergency procedures in place. They have to. But again, if we're talking about people who don't know rules or like have any plans in place, did you see after the game where a bunch of, and by a bunch of pretty much all of the 49ers players apparently don't know the rules to the overtime. So they wild. were all thinking, which I also don't think is true because no. none of them acted like they won the Super Bowl after kicking the field goal, right? They weren't celebrating. So they obviously knew the game was continuing. Well, so when yeah, they well, told, and here's the thing, and, and you know, and but here's the thing, like, just go off of regular overtime rules. You know, who got the ball first? The Niners. You know, they went down and kicked a field goal. So even in regular overtime rules, the Chiefs have a chance to come down and either get the touchdown for the win or kick a field goal to tie. Even in regular rules. So that doesn't that I mean it doesn't that doesn't fucking apply. It doesn't apply. Yeah. It would have been a thing where if they came down and they scored a touchdown and then they're like, wait, why are the Chiefs getting the football? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. We got the touchdown. But no, it went back to normal rules. It was regular overtime rules. And you know what's funny, though? It's, it's funny you say that, though, because when the the referee was explaining it, like he was stumbling over himself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, ooh, I hope people don't have confusion on that and they understand how overtime rules work. Um, but I do think he cleared it up Which I'm glad enough. they did put up the graphic. They did put up the graphic explaining it because I was like, oh, okay. Just so we're clear, like that's right. good. And but you which... know what's going on. And your your coaches have prepped you for that. You know what's going on. It's absolutely ridiculous. And what a fucking idiotic statement to say that, oh, we didn't know the <laughs> overtime rules. It doesn't, if you know, it doesn't matter if you don't know the overtime rules or not. It didn't apply. They did not apply. The only difference is both teams are guaranteed a possession. That's the only thing, unless it's a defensive touchdown. It also would have been hilarious if they did score a touchdown and then they all started celebrating and freaking out like they won the Super Bowl. And then the refs that would happened? have to come what if, out. <laughs> what if like the confetti went off and everything? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the refs have to come out and be like, no, no, they still get a chance. So, and then dude, Kansas it's, City it's goes really, down. Dude, it's really scores. funny. I mean, I keep bringing up Patriot stuff, but, you know, it's relevant. Uh, that's what happened in the overtime with the Atlanta Falcons. And you, you watch all like the, the mic'd up and whatnot. Julian Edelman is running around the field, like after they scored and they're like, they got to review it. They got to review it. Like this game's not over. Like, you know, and it was close. Like James White barely got into that. And they were wondering if his knee was down or not, but everybody, like the confetti's there, everybody's on the field. And you had a few players just like, they got to review it. They got to review it. Like, what are you doing? Get the fuck off the field. It was great. It was great. But those moments, I I would I love to see happen. I think it's happened in, in basketball before where that's happened. And I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I think it's pretty uh, But also, speaking of the overtime casino, what do you think about the rationale by, again, the offensive genius uh, Kyle Shanahan? Or afterwards, he said, we – took the ball first because we figured we would score the Patriots would score and I, or the Patriots, the chiefs would score. And then I would, and then our team would get the third and quote unquote final possession that like, what do you think of that mentality? No, I would have normally obviously in overtime, regular overtime you want it. Cause you get the touchdown, you win. This is different. I don't agree with Tony Romo often. Virtually never, but he said it. And I agree wholeheartedly here. You want to go second in that position. When you are guaranteed the football, you know what you have to do because when you're 
So on that 49ers drive, and they're down there, if they knew that the Chiefs were going to get that touchdown, they would have gone forward on fourth. Yep. It it gives you an extra down. So there's another horrible coaching decision by Kyle Shanahan. Like, horrible, hor- like, dude, you take That's the so ball. That's so weird. He never you makes take, those bad decisions. Yeah, you That's take so the weird. ball second because you get the ball no matter what. So even if they get that touchdown, now you know we're in four down territory this whole game. And then you can score, and then you can decide if you want to do the whole Dan Campbell thing and lose the game. You know, you go for two. Like you could decide that if you like to, but <laughs> you you would have that option to go down and score that touchdown, and then figure out from there. I think it's yes, your defense played really well for the most of the game, but now they're tired. Like it's overtime. Like people are fucking exhausted. Play smart, and again, this is where. I have nothing bad about I have nothing bad to say about um the Chiefs outside of individual players really. Um but like the refereeing and all that stuff thought was totally fine. I, I, I truly I thought it was a pretty well ran officiated game, my opinion. Um yeah. but it's what I've been saying, how those teams got to the Super Bowl. They were disciplined enough outside of Travis Kelsey. They were disciplined enough to basically methodically win the game. Like, and they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. So uh, Kyle Shanahan, you're an idiot. I'm done. I'm over him. I got to let my dog out. I got to let my dog out real quick. But also uh, in terms, in terms of the overtime, like Casino was just saying, it feels so weird to, take the ball first and then go down and get a field goal, right? Because by that time, momentum had swung. The Chiefs were going up and down the field on you. And then again, I get the, I get the notion of we'll score first. And then if they fumble, if it's an interception, it's game over. But again, you're playing with Patrick Mahomes and you guys are fumbling as much as the other team for what, Every reason it felt like in this game there were seven fumbles. I believe there were four, and two of them changed hands or something like that. But I don't know why there were so many fumbles in this game. It just felt, and they didn't even feel like like earned or good fumbles. It just felt like, I mean, the McCaffrey one obviously gets ripped out of his hand. The other ones just felt like random, like they're just like, fumbling the ball. I don't know. The first three quarters of this game were, I feel like NyQuil, right? Where it was putting me to sleep and it was putting the the people I was watching the game with to sleep as well. And then the fourth quarter, it got more interesting just because it was about to be over. Right. And then when it went to overtime, I mean that overtime, which uh, now that casino's back, I think this is one of the worst Super Bowls I personally remember watching for the for this reason. Besides the the double or the the wide receiver pass to McCaffrey that turned into a touchdown, what is another memorable play from this game? This game happened 3 days ago. I don't remember another exciting play happening in the game. What at like what will this Super Bowl be remembered for? Which one? That which was what, what else? What which pass were you talking about? The, pass the trick play. To, uh, yeah, the trick play that led to the first touchdown. Besides that one, like what will this game be remembered for? Obviously, it'll be remembered for the Chiefs and Mahomes winning going, their third Super Bowl. Going but, yeah, that and going into OT. But the overtime wasn't even good. It was no, I know, but it's just, just like another. Mo- how many Super yeah. Bowls have gone into OT? Right? So I think no, yeah. only the third, right? Third, well, Bra- the first? Patriots one I was can... the first. Patriots Falcons I... was the first. I thought there was yep. another one. No. So this is the I second. Don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, but... and it's it's basically those those check marks, you know, first uh team to go back to back since the 0304 Patriots. Um and you you know what? Like 
I, I don't want to hate Chiefs fans because I don't. I, I've met a lot. <laughs> I know a lot of Chiefs fans, and they're fine. And I had the utmost respect for Andy Reid for the longest time outside of this year where he's, you know, taking abuse from his tight end and, you know, he's defending a crybaby in Mahomes, um, <laughs> a child. Uh, uh, and again, Tom Brady, he was, we've talked about this before. Tom Brady's crybaby, this, this and that, but you would never see him, you know, do what Mahomes did. I lost, and I liked Mahomes. I had nothing against Mahomes outside of I don't want him to beat Brady's records, so I want to root against him. I lost respect for those two, and I've never really cared for Travis Kelsey, even though he is on my tight end Mount Rushmore. But fuck off that guy. Um, oh Lord, the uh, uh, oh also the uh, for the picks casino, you uh, uh, you did closest. make a. A hell of a comeback. You got both the picks uh, for points, and then we both picked the Chiefs to win, obviously. So you end with a respectable eight and seven, where oh, I you. win with a nine and six. So I still win the postseason, but you you made it close at the end. Uh, but yeah, that just uh, but our prediction of Kelsey proposing to Taylor Swift. First off, I thought it was going to happen. And oh, then yeah. Travis Kelsey started singing Viva Las Vegas. And I feel like every vagina in the world uh, dried up simultaneously. And then Taylor Swift, you could see the look of embarrassment on her face. And I could, you could see in her eyes, please do not propose to me after this. And then it did not happen. And probably think, for the best. You, so there's a lot of talk that like he did it off like off stage, like he did it like behind the scenes somewhere with family. There's talk about that. Um, there's yeah. All those little whispers that they were doing that people are saying that, but I think they've picked up those audios and that's like false, but I think that maybe it's happened personally behind scenes. Um, uh, the Viva I, Las Vegas. Thing. Yeah. Oh God. It made my skin crawl. Oh, uh, you know, well, so, so here's the thing. They're going to get married. Taylor Swift, she's about to drop her next album here in April. She's going to win album of the year for a fifth time, you know, <laughs> next Grammys. And then when these two inevitably get married and then inevitably get divorced, because that's how things work with celebrities, that's when she's going to win her sixth album award for dropping her hate, her freaking hate album towards Travis Kelsey. And that one's going to go off. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. She's using him as a, a launching pad. This is great. Yeah. I mean, I think because it's the end of the Super Bowl season, I feel like I don't oh. care anymore. And oh, because no. he didn't yeah. do it on the field, I mean, I never really cared. It was just a fun thing to to talk about. But I'll tell you what, the over-under we made ourselves was eight and a half times she was shown during the Super Bowl. I think she was only shown like three times. Oh, so hell they no, she really wasn't. They really the dialed that back. There was no – she was on screen for 54 seconds. There's no way she was so, uh, seen more on just, eight separate times. Just pulled it up. The pop star graced the screen of a total of 11 times, meaning that appearance lasted an average of five seconds each. But are they counting the 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 ceremony at the end? No. Or is that just during the Super Bowl? That's during the that's during the game. And you want to know how I know that? The wife and I were taking little mini shots every time. <laughs> Jesus, dude, it was the worst. Are, how are you alive? No, I said mini shots. Like we're doing like little like nip nips, little tasties, little little samples. Oh, okay. So we're we're doing maybe I like feel... we're doing maybe like 0.5 ounces per time we saw Taylor Swift, maybe. Like it was, it was enough to just like wet the whistle. I mean, we had the kids and all that stuff. Um, but you know what? It was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it. I, I, ooh, crown, crown peach is just probably the greatest. I hate sweet liquor. Like I'm a, I'm gin. I like dry. I like a dry bur. You know, dry whiskeys, dry bourbon. Um, the sweetest I'll go is Crown Royal, and for some reason, like I, I love Crown Royal, and I know it's sweet. Crown peach is so fucking good. I want to just, I want to just take that damn bottle and just chug it. It's so fucking good. I mean, during the game Ugh. and during every football game, I drink crown apple. So I know. Crown I apple, don't know. Crown vanilla, I don't know how, crown I don't know how you peach. do crown apple, crown vanilla, oh. crown maple, 
all that bullshit. Like, that's gross as shit. I can't do it. Crown's sweet enough, but peach, dude, I don't know. It gets me. Ooh, it gets me. It's so good. They're also coming out with the crown blackberry, which I will also try and probably love. I'll so, probably try. Crown, if you want to be a sponsor of this show, I mean, we'll just um, hype you up for free. Love oh, I, my, that would be awesome. it's been injected in my veins. Please, Crown, let's go. I love <laughs> I love Crown Royal so much. Anyway, man, we, we, we should uh, but, have shot for sponsors a lot on here. No bites yet. It's, no I bites. mean, it's not going to happen. But uh, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, shoot your shot. Why not? What's the, you missed 100% what, what's the, what? of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael, Michael Scott. St- I was actually quoting Michael Scott, but I know, it's, uh, no, that's, that's the thing. it's Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Yeah, that's that's the joke, Casino. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, but, <laughs> Why didn't you say it properly? Because it's the joke. But uh, final thoughts on the Super Bowl, uh. Casino. I feel like we can do uh, all the legacy talk and stuff like this. We'll touch on it on next episode, but just strictly speaking, the Super Bowl. I feel bad for Christian McCaffrey because that dude's probably at the end of his career and he's put his body through hell for all the teams that he's been on. Kind of feel he bad is, for that. I, I, I feel bad for him. years old. Yeah, I know he's 27 <laughs> years old and he's been in the league for what? Seven years now. I don't know when did when did when did he join. This was his eighth season. Eighth season. So he'll be going into his ninth. And we've been talking yeah. about him. We've been talking about him since he got in the league. Like eight years of really good run back. Like, and you just see all the things that he did with the Panthers and whatnot. Like he's putting his body through hell. I mean, running backs do in general, but he's such a high octane running back that I feel bad. I, I feel bad for. For players who take beatings and then don't win, like yeah, and you had to feel bad for him when skill he play, fumbled skill, as well, right? Like skilled ugh. players, whatever. You know, if they don't win, I'm not too worried about that. But like players who literally just put their body through hell and back, uh, I, I feel bad for them a bit. I mean, speaking of, uh, and now we will give some sympathy to the 49ers, the way Dre Greenlaw blew out his ACL, oh. I mean, dear God, that's got to just be demoralizing. Oh, man. No, it wasn't an was ACL. I th- it was an Achilles, right? Or, yeah, I'm sorry. He yeah. blew out his Achilles just he was running just to... back onto the field. Ugh. That is heartbreaking. Do you blame, Especially UNLV? To have you blame that... the UNLV uh, turf? I mean, probably like you hear players being like artificial turf is what well, causes put, this. What it was is they it... put it, they put sod over turf and it made it weird and squishy and bad. And, you know, hey, maybe that's maybe that was an issue. I mean, but hey, 49ers can say nothing about the field because apparently that's never an issue in a game. So you can't bitch about the field at all because that's not a viable excuse. So. Uh, also the, the only player like McCaffrey, I can give or take, right? Like whatever. The only player I legitimately love on the 49ers is, uh, Kyle Juicenick. And that is only because on Twitter, his Twitter page is legitimately only dedicated to shouting out his wife when she gets mentioned for the clothes she makes. And I like that. So yeah. he's the only one I felt bad for not winning a Super Bowl. Uh, Purdy, uh, but again, we'll talk about legacy on Friday and stuff like this, but this really does, and all jokes and hate aside and all that kind of stuff, it really does feel like the Super Bowl window for this 49ers team is closing because they are going to have to start paying people or losing people and all their their key players are more or less injury prone. They're getting older. They all of them were banged up this season. Uh, we saw Debo Samuel get hurt in this game. McCaffrey, obviously, like you're saying, he's been in the league for nine years. They run the the hell out of him. How much longer does he have? And then you have Purdy coming up, and it's like he's gonna want big money. How much do you pay him? Kittle's obviously getting up there with age. He's had an injury, uh, you know, an injury-plagued career. 
you have what happened to Greenlaw. You have the back end and the linebackers on this defense getting older. It's it really does feel like this this and maybe next year, and then it's kind of rebuild, restructure, you know, that kind of stuff. Thoughts on that aspect of the casino, and then we'll get out of here. No, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, windows for teams shut pretty quickly in this era um, with this, uh, you know, the cap and everything where it's at. Um, yeah, I, I, it's just we've talked about it in Buffalo. Like, they're still right there, but you see it slipping away. You see it slipping away. I think the Niners now are, are going to start on the downtrend. They had their chances. They had their chances. But then again, the Chiefs, I mean, they lose Chris Jones. It's maybe a different story. They keep Chris Jones. The only people they're paying are Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey, who knows how many years he has left. And then it's like without Kelsey, without Chris Jones, and then maybe without Andy Reid, like what is this Chiefs team? And there's my point about Mahomes winning four more. Yeah, well, especially you have, obviously, Harbaugh coming into that division. You have the Ravens are going to be good every year with Jackson. Burrow's going to be coming back with the Bengals. Who knows if Miami or Buffalo finally figure it out. Uh, But again, I mean, I'm probably going to pick the Chiefs when we do our predictions to represent the AFC next year because why wouldn't we? Like, you're probably going to be like that 20-year Patriot career. If you just picked the Patriots every year to go to the Super Bowl, you were more right than you were wrong. Like, why wouldn't you just put money on the Chiefs to repeat? They're there every year. They're in contention, at least. But on that note, Casino, we didn't really talk about the game, just more what happened in it. But that's also because I thought it was a a mid-Super Bowl. It was a boring Super Bowl to watch, especially those those first three quarters were mind-numbingly boring. Like, <laughs> dear Lord, was that just – and then obviously the fourth quarter and overtime picked up because it was almost the end of the game. But those first three quarters, I was saying when you were off mic, uh, that was like almost NyQuil. I was uh, falling asleep. Dear God. Uh, so glad I called that right with it being – boring and the most boring matchup possible of what we couldn't have had but this has been the only sports podcast i'm will that's casino over there we will most likely see you friday but if we do not it's because i am moving and i just i don't even know if i'll have internet on friday so we'll see but see you uh, next week everybody (laughs) 